Welcome to the How Do You View You podcast with your host, Griffin Stein. Today we have Bree and Joaquin, uh, Richmond innovators and, and, and movers and shakers out here. Uh, Bree, introduce yourself and tell little people a little about yourself. What's up? I'm Bree, and I'm a counsel and web developer. Joaquin? What's going on? I'm Joaquin. I've been at COVID for about a year and uh, here uh, enjoying this uh, space and working with a lot of people in the community. Good, good. So we do our podcast at COBiz, and that's how I met Bree, and that's how I met Joaquin. Uh, Flilling flows and everybody kitten talking to each other, and then we decided, you know, you have information, I have information. Everybody, let's get together. We're building a network. That's all we're doing is building a network. Now everybody know who everybody is, and, you know, you say, hey, Brie can do this, or a Griff can do that, Joaquin can do this, or, you know, I can do this for Joaquin. It's an add value to what he's doing. Or it's just it's just starting a, a, a real network that we can lean on. Because it's, it's, you, you know, just like I know, people will say one thing and then don't do the other. So if you have a group of people that's doing everything they say they're doing, because that, that's powerful. That would be a powerful thing. So... Um, I guess I can go into how I found out that you were ghosting on uh, some of the. That ain't the term. Some Ghost. people use ghosting for other stuff. Yeah, but I'm like, for uh, yeah, I'm, where you going with this? No, for uh, Miss Miss Shiloh. But first, um, that's when you introduced me into that crypto, Absolutely. and I wanted to just give a high level on uh, the, the ins and outs of crypto. Absolutely, I'm an office lead here at Cobiz. And here I work reception and I also do some graphic design and a few other, you know, management things in the building. And from there, I've met quite a lot of people at the front desk. Um, I make a point to get to know each person that enters the space. And so with that, I've been getting to know different fields that people are in, different future fields and industries and just a lot of great information. And it's great because actually I used to be a security guard. And mm. in this building that was like full of just small businesses, but small businesses in the financial district. So like some of the, wow. you know what I'm saying? I didn't realize at the time, but after spending some years, it's been like really rewarding to understand some of the things that I've learned. So being here, I've met a lot of, uh, a lot of business owners and a lot of people that are studying things. And, you know, especially Joaquin, who's studying business. And he's taught me quite a lot about crypto. I've met Don because I've seen him every weekend when I'm here working. And, um, you know, I, I come here. That's that's one of the reasons why I joined CoBiz, because they allow me to utilize the space in order to continue my business. And with that, I've networked and met so many different people like Don and like Joaquin and a lot of clients like Miss Tamara Shiloh, who has uh, this book, Just Imagine. And actually Don and his team have done some, uh, some Halloween videos for some of the Halloween books that's available in our store. So check this out, multiculturalbookstore.com, Miss Tamara Shiloh. And yeah, and look out for Don's Halloween books. Man, it's so spooky. I'm telling you. Spooky. And I saw it, I got scared. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But uh, yes. So I on, on your uh, uh, advice, I went to Coin Trader. Coin crypto, uh, Coinbase. Coinbase, Coinbase. So I have an account. I bought some dumb stuff. Shit, I bought some dumb shit. I bought U.S. dollars. 
You have U.S. dollars. Yeah, I did because I thought Americans. What it does no. is though is it it does it shows it accrues accrue is that that's not the right word but it, it grows a little bit. Okay. But like a very little bit. But every well, second, yeah. yeah. But it's like a a millionth of a penny. Yeah. So it, it was growing technically, so that you could uh, AP uh, annual percentage yield. Yeah. Yield. yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I I did wrong. What's right? Well, certain other coins can give you a better APY. Um, I believe one of the coins is um, Tezos, and um, that 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 APY would be around four point fifty. Ooh. And also a new um, coin that they put out, the Cosmos. It's five point. Oh, I saw zero. that. I saw that. Earning, but when you put it in there, it's like a gamble. You don't know what you're going to get. No, no, no. Get out, so you can't be scared. But it is the future. Digital currency is uh, around the corner, and they're um, competing with other countries uh, such as China, uh, with the yuan and um, Japan. Um, next year, we'll have a digital currency. So, do you think everybody should have at least? some kind of digital currency well the senate right now is talking about digital currency right now today Ed. it's the turn of the future oh, okay i'm in el cerrito right now and i have a bitcoin atm across the street from me where you could take Jesus. a certain amount of money and so it's just like back in the day when computers came out or anything we just trying to be ahead of the curve yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 damn so you're you you only have uh the crypto trader what was it called? Coin? Yeah, okay, it's platforms to, to purchase crypto. And to, to join the platforms, a lot of times they're going a lot of personal information. I just um, joined a, uh, mm. another platform called Binance. And uh, they want your address, proof of address, yeah. screenshot. I was scared because they, they want my social security number. I was like, because I don't feel comfortable yet. Well, that's because maybe in the future um, they had uh, some coins you might buy for seven hundred dollars, and then in a month from now you see it forty nine thousand dollars. Like you mm. seen the one was it the Yearn yeah. Finance? Yes. So it it, it, it fluctuates so quick. They want to track who you are, but there's other things that transfer and wire the money to other oh, okay. places. Oh, okay. When I learn more, or, you know. Yeah, we'll have to have a, a episode about that. <laughs> Man, man. So you personally, do you, how, how do you feel about crypto? I, crypto for me is a resource and insurance. Mm. So with that, it's um, what I can see is that the U.S. dollar is failing and we're like $27 trillion in debt. And so with that, I think about, you know, history, mm. history of other countries, history of of other people that have power. I think that the United States is, has an advantage because we have so many laws where many people from other countries that are powerful and wealthy can come here and live out their dream and also participate in things that they can't do in their own countries. Mm -hmm. But Americans need to realize that those people have also participated in owning our countries. And so when the US dollar fails, it doesn't mean that you know, everybody in the U.S. is going to be broke. It's those who don't participate in other currencies. And so the best thing to do is to have a currency that's backed by gold. And the U.S. dollar is not backed by gold. So that's why you have so many people talking about gold and silver and mm. all that stuff, because that is what they call God's money. And the reason why they say that is because it's natural. You can it's go natural. any other yeah. country, whatever, they'll accept it. 
because it's not a popularity issue. Or it's, you know or what I mean? Faith based. Right. Dollar is faith based, man. <laughs> they talk about <laughs> it goes up and down. Um, in fact, there is the US debt clock org that you can check out and you can see the U.S. dollar just drop and drop and drop and drop. So that's why um, it's important to participate in that. So I participate in cryptocurrency because it's something that that's just um, it's not as cost you know what I'm saying like it, it's not such a big gamble as it may seem. You really have to do your research have friends, communicate with other people and also just you know, have faith in yourself, and then you can participate. I do want to talk about um, what it is first, and maybe that can invite you all to check it out and do some more research. So crypto is basically having an allegiance to something of secret. So with cryptocurrency, it's a decentralized bank, meaning that it's not tied to one country or one organization. It's tied to multiple networks in different parts of the world. So if the US decides not to deal with cryptocurrency, that's okay for you because that means you can go anywhere else and use it. And it's a median, meaning that just because it doesn't belong, it belongs to you. Mm. So you can transfer it and that gives you power. And when you're empowered with your financial situation, that's the only thing that's gonna save you. So it comes from the Greek word called cryptos, which means hidden. When it's decentralized, it's not for the world to see, the world's governments. It does, it's not their property, it's your sole property. Mm -hmm. There's a definition that says it's tied to a central bank. That's you know not always true. It's decentralized, like I was saying. So that means it's encrypted, which is basically a code, data, information, and stuff like that. So, of course, you know, some things are very vulnerable, some things are not, like, um, I don't know, you could say, oh, well, my money could just be gone. What's $2010? This crypto is worth less than a cent right now. There's crypto that I bought in March that has tripled, mm -hmm. quadrupled, quintupled. You know, I barely passed high school, so I don't know what else the other words are. <laughs> but, like I said, um, it's a different form of currency. It's a currency that's independent. And I think that you know a lot of the world to understand that you should protect yourself and um, watch out for yourself. And this is a way to protect yourself and watch out for yourself. Well, I do have a question like for Joaquin, though. Is, did you get rid of all your U.S. dollars in, in, in lieu of big... Um, it's a, it's a gamble. Like sometimes I might have money in the savings, and I put my money in a in a different crypto, uh, the Tezos. I was speaking about where I knew it was uh, acquiring money for me and building. There's coins that staking where it was staked for you, and uh, mm. you can make a large amount of money monthly because you're creating more coins. That, that's um uh, something deeper that uh you know to, to get into. But for me, I wanted to save money, make money, and uh. It, it, it felt better than the stock market. If you okay. Invest in so the, the that's the thing. It's, it's uh, So you're not, this is not your savings. This is your retirement. Well, I mean, I, mean, uh, I, mean, I hope it to be a good month. Next, next oh, month. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> if things change, I'd be real happy. But uh, for me, I just put in because I, I believe in the future and what's coming. Gotcha. So I'm not... Uh, Whatever I invest, I'm not worried about this year, next year. You know, it's, it's just savings. It's basically a good savings. Yes, it's the gotcha. Same as That's stocks, what I, okay. But it's, um, 
you can use your pretty soon when you go to a restaurant, you're going to be able to pay with your cryptocurrencies wow. and everything. Right now, they're scanning QR codes and yeah. in America. I was before this happened out here, I was in Shanghai and um, using an app out there where my, my friend that was Chinese was saying, Oh, out here, we're not even going to be talking to each other pretty soon. People are just going to be on their phones. You don't got to talk to the waiter. Just order your food and cash out. Wow. Whatever platform that you will have, they're ahead of time over there. So, Man. You know, I sometimes want to look at, you know, what they're doing in other overseas countries. Yeah, like, for oh, sure, because it could be a this, forecast. This is, this is what's coming our way, right? Yeah. So for me, it's an investment. And also um, now they have, um, with Coinbase and certain platforms, they're tied to your um, debit card. So you can spend your money just directly from way. there so yeah. it's, it's good and it's it's going up and down you could take a loss <laughs> you know, yeah yeah right, yeah but you, know? you can take a loss anyway really true, in, true. In, in this economy we all taking losses mm, yeah. 2020 right yeah yeah it was a, a rebirth for some though but yeah for me overall though i i um when when bitcoin became popular uh i bought a lot of it was hard to see where your money went the wallets say it's where you store your money and then in certain ways when you have a certain amount you want to hide your cryptocurrency and, man you know you have hackers out there and all that but some of these a lot of these platforms they're, they're um really, really good yeah. your security's good but um you know later on they, they have we probably get into the certain wallets that you have to store your cryptos and, mm. and um, because it's pretty when it, when it becomes money that you're using all the time and you have a, a large amount, then uh, yeah, you got to be protected. It's, it's something new. Yeah, right? yeah, so for, it, sure, it for sure, for uh, sure. Maybe it was like that when gold turned into the dollar. I believe it was. I believe it was. You know, it was the gold rush and then the the, the, the we got counterfeits. To the side, and, so at least we could play right now, and we could have uh, dividends if it works out for you. And, and it can, and anybody can start one. Anybody. I do the way that Coin Trader was uh, Coinbase. I'm mm -hmm. sorry, Coinbase. It's a blue app with a, a white C in it. Uh, go to Coinbase and 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 figure out. You know, buy something, buy yes. something, and look. Do your research and and just jump into it and. Twenty dollars. I did two hundred, mm -hmm. but I tell you right now, it's one fifty four right now. Unresearchable. I was like, oh, I'm a Capricorn. I was born in the year of the ox, so I'm gonna buy ox. But that's a good one because it did go. <laughs> it back did up. go. It that's did go and that's up. what bounced money yeah. back up. Actually, is the ox and I then auger. I think I did because it had something to do with gold. The, the 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 science code of gold is AU. So I was like, oh, let me do AUG mm -hmm. or something. I did. Okay. I don't know. Mine was all feeling based and feeling based. It's that's not how you win. You know what I can say that I bought Ox at uh, on March 16th, which was actually the weekend of the shutdown, mm -hmm. and I got mm. about twenty dollars worth of that, and it was fourteen cents. Today it's worth forty cents. So, like Joaquin wow. was saying, you just have to have patience. I'm not looking to cash this out. There's things that I purchased, like invested. Like, um, I bought a piece of land in May. Mm. I sold it, never stepped foot on it, but I made it back triple. Yeah, yeah. So it's like things that you just invest and just have your patience. Don't look for, like, the, the rush thing. That fast money is always going to be there, and it's, you know, I collect fast monies, but, you know, that patient money is, like, that's, that money that's money. the key. Yeah, and yeah. it's good to invest overall. A lot of people, we don't think of investing. No. Right. 
Yeah, them them shoes ain't no investment. (laughs) Oh, I still get shoes. Yeah. But just seldomly. I get, you know what? I was uh, listening to somebody named Brother C. Freeman, and he said, true prosperity is having what you want and what you need. So I get what I want and I need. I don't just buy shoes that's just like, oh, because it's the hottest or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's why some people do it. Right, 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 right. I get what I want. I go in shoe stores, and if I don't see what I want, I walk out. I'm yeah, like, and that's how you should be. Absolutely. You shouldn't be, oh, well, the Yeezys came out. I got to get them. Right. You yeah. don't even know what they look like yet, and you, but you got to get them. Dude, yeah. I saw this waiter in downtown Oakland. I was at District, and everybody was trying to get his attention, right? Because there's music going. Mm, you know, mm, he's working mm. at the tables. The place is full. This is a Friday night. Uh, it was lit. And I said, hey, Yeezys, Yeezys, because he had on some Yeezys. And then he turned around. Oh, I knew wow. it, because you only buy Yeezys. For that attention? I'm just, I'm just, I knew it would call his attention. Now, how much I don't know him. Yeezys? I don't know nothing. No Currently, more. we could pull it up on GOAT. <laughs> when they first came out, weren't they like a thousand or so? No. Oh, who's Yeezys? That's I don't buy day, shoes right? like that, so okay. I don't know. I got some Yeezys right now that's on sale from 230 But right now, it's 184 uh-huh. These because these are the ones that just haven't sold out because all the other ones have been selling out. Oh. But he decided he already put out, I believe, that um, he wasn't going to advertise the Yeezys because it sells himself. So mm-hmm. that's a pretty bold thing. So, you know, I respect Kanye West in that respect. I know that he's been losing his mind, but he's been trying. I just saw a picture of him with Master P at Rap Snacks. Like, you know, I know he's been hanging with Dame Dash. Like, he oh, has his really? moments, oh, okay. but, you know, he's working with Biggs again. Like, it's he has his moments, but he's got people around him trying to get him back on track. I and I so. respect that. Yeah. So, you know, he lost his mind. He says some out-of-pocket stuff. I'm not a... Not real high on him, but yeah, yeah. we need we need individuals like that to call attention to really important things. I think he even said some wild stuff. He said, "Until Adidas puts me on the board, um, uh, we're rocking Jordans." And I snapped a shot of my Jordans. He's, yeah, I snapped a shot of my. So you heard, you know what I'm saying? Like, huh. so you know. Did he get on the board? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. Think <laughs> I don't think so. But you know, that's dope. We need that, you know? We need that. We need people to speak up for black people, for black brands, and for just black things, black empowerment, black everything. So, you know, before and after, whatever. So, um, before we get off course... Yeah, I don't want to hold him. He said he had stuff he had to do, so... Yes. It's it's, it's good talking. Thank you so much. It's a beautiful place, too, come and mingle, co-biz, and uh, it's... uh, I moved uh, here about four years ago, and uh, being here... It's uh, it's a good place. It's it's, it's organic, and uh, I started saying I don't, I don't know about the Bay. I I had fun in Texas. I'm originally from the Bay, oh. but you know, it, it's hard to maneuver and catch everybody at once. Where you know you're just not parting to be in a place where yeah, you yeah. Your, your mind and gifts with each other. So it's it's a good place to come check out. Then you come holler at breach. You got it locked down with the currency and stuff. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you on another episode. Yeah, 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 cool. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Joaquin yes. has a lot of knowledge. Like, I love speaking with him uh, and picking his brain. He's got me on this move for real. And it's just, man, some great things. When we try to eat good in the future, right? Absolutely. Yeah, in the future. <laughs> that's, man. The, that's, the, that's what we're doing. Put all these seeds down. Yep. Reach, run, teach, run, teach us all. Nothing but love. All right. So, Bree, what is BC? 
Yeah, it's actually uh, B Casa Management because okay. my full name is Brianna Casaneris. And um, I got into management, uh, not necessarily management of anyone's business, but just, you know, managing certain, you know, aspects of other businesses. Mm -hmm. So um, way, way back, I used to do audio engineering. And with that, I've worked with quite a lot of artists. And from there, you know, when you're engineering, you really catch on to what you're recording. And you almost have a, um, a sense of, how can I say, attachment to the projects. Mm. So with that, I used to work with the artists to ensure that it would, you know, get out and get to, you know, the world and just everything. So we started, you know, getting stuff distributed and got into distribution and publishing and copyrights and just just a lot of stuff. And it got me really interested in contracts and mm. just doing a lot of different businesses because the more that I got involved, the more I understood that it had a lot less to do with talent. It had everything to do with business. And then so over the years, I started working with different clients, but the clients that I would work with were the people that were willing to invest financially in what they were doing. And so that became less and less artists, of course. Yeah, really. But it was with people that I really respected and admired and like pushed me and taught me a lot of things. And um, so doing that, um, I started the company Bicasa Management, you know, and uh, from there, doing production, I got into DJing, mm. so I was like DJ Bicasa, Bicasa mm -hmm. Nova, you know, all that, all that good stuff. But uh, I kept on with the Bicasa management, you know, it's my name, and I just wanted something, you know, nice, short, and sweet. And uh, you have any artists now? Yeah, actually, RS Greedy. He just released a single called Best of Me. It just hit Genius.com. Check it out. That way you can check out the lyrics as well as the YouTube. He just got that video dropped by Stewie Films. I believe the producer is Link Up. And then also, you know, I do work with a number of different industries, which is why music really kind of tied me into uh, getting into those different things. Hmm. It, was, it was pretty dope because... Like I said, um, just doing all the copyrights and distribution, it taught me like negotiation skills, and reading contracts and just all that stuff. It got me more into business, business, business. And yeah. then also, you know, with music, you meet a lot of fake people. And yep. Disheartening people. And <laughs> you kind of like, is this what I want to do? Do I want to be around this snake pit? Yeah, I know. Yeah. And it got to the point, too, where I would go to events and I would see my favorite artists and I didn't want to say anything to them because I didn't want them to ruin, like, the music. You know mm. what I mean? Like, you mean somebody's like, I can't hear you talk yourself up all day. And just, you know, so I stopped doing that. But anyways, with that still, you know, I got into web development and consulting, you know, dealing with artists as, as the Internet grew, we had to grow online. Yeah, yeah. So then, you know, I started doing uh, DJing. So internet DJ for the internet radio, that was when it was called internet radio. <laughs> Back in the day, I learned Sam Vibe. Um, and I was doing all this, like I mentioned before, doing security. Mm. I had my laptop, I learned how to do graphics, audio engineering, production, DJing, internet radio, just wow. anything. They was like, you gotta put that laptop away. I was like, bro. 
This no. is my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I took full advantage, and that was great. So anyways, with all that, um, working on all those things, I ended up seeing this this new group of people in the building coming in, the building I was talking about where yeah. it's all small businesses. So I saw these guys. They were European guys, hella fly. You know, it's hard to miss because it's like, yo, you know, who's these cool guys out of all these lawyers and doctors yeah. and, you know what I'm saying? And so one day, one of these dope dudes, you know, he's walking around with a DJ and it was a DJ board. Mm. And my father had got me that same board. I'm trying to figure out what that board was, but it's Native Instruments. And I, he, my dad always got me software that nobody else was using. <laughs> so he was, you know, everybody's using Pro Tools. He got me Cubase. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? With the pro, with Cubase, I had auto-tune, and I didn't have to get a plug-in. It was German-based. Everybody in Europe and Asia uses Cubase, but I learned Cubase. And people was coming to my studio talking about, why well, I need to record on Pro Tools. Like, yo, it's the same shit. Why? It's, it's so stupid. Anyways, and then he got me Ableton Live mm. when all the schools were teaching Ableton Live. So I was like, okay, cool. So it, it was amazing because on Ableton Live, you can mix, record, make beats. You can do anything on Ableton Live. It's, it's still my favorite. And then so with the DJing thing, he got me Native Instruments. No, matter of fact, he got me Machine for to make beats. And nobody else was... So my father put me in a lot of situations where niggas was like, having crazy, but you know, yeah. he provided for me because he did not have to do that. I, I had a great, great, great father that, that gave me tools that a lot of other people didn't have access to. And so when I got a DJ system, I wanted to buy it myself. So I got with Native Instruments and I got, it was called the tractor, forgive me. So I had the tractor. And so when I saw that guy come in, Alvaro, he came in with his tractor. I was like, yo, what you doing with a DJ board? Uh. So he told me that he was building this software called Pulse Locker, which is a DJ software program. And so more and more we started talking and he let me know that, you know, they needed somebody to do hip hop. So I was like, for sure. So I did all this research. I was, you know, every time he walked past my dad was like, yo, I'm, I'm working on this. You know what I'm saying? Like I was trying to, sh yeah, I'm trying yeah, to make yeah. a way. So one day I had a mishap at the job and they couldn't wait to let me go. Mm. So I got right. let go. But hey, I called that dude after a month because I was working construction at the time and that was like my favorite job. Like I love construction, great innovative uh, minds. But anyways, I called him up. I was like, yo, let's get started. And he was like, we don't have it in the budget. I said, I will intern. I can't give you college credit. I don't go to college. <laughs> <laughs> he was giving you I every reason. Yeah. yeah, I was like, but I, I was like, I don't care. So from the first floor in the basement, I went back to that building and I was an intern for that company. I went to the very top floor wow. because that's where they were sub subletting. So um, it was kind of uncomfortable coming back, but it was kind of wild because I had worked in that building for about five years. So I knew everyone. Oh, yeah. And so they, they thought that I was a goner, whatever rumor. But then, you know, I'm coming in, dress how I want to dress, and there to listen to music and create a way. Man. So from there, um, we ended up moving like three months later, which was awesome because I needed a change. We went into what is what was considered one of the first generations of workspaces, which was mm. called um, Invention Hub. 
And with that, it was just an open space, like our collaborative space at Kobe's. That's how it was, but it had conference rooms. So mm. because I was doing music, I only went there three days a week, and I went there when music was released. So this was a change when people stopped buying CDs because before a lot of music came out only on Tuesdays. So now everybody's just dropping music whenever they yeah, want. Yeah. But guess when they are? Friday. As y'all know, Thursday night, 9 p.m. in the West Coast, that's when music drops. Friday, you know what I'm saying, 12 oh. p.m. in the East Coast. So I would come in on Friday and I would update the site, you know, my selection of uh, what I thought was hot. And then uh, after that, you know, I kind of had to move on to looking at blogs and charts and seeing what was more. So I kept doing that and I started seeing different like uh, record labels, distribution labels. Then I ran out of music that I liked. And so I had to research music. When I was on the train, I was asking people, what's your favorite song? Mm -hmm, yeah. I, I, I was I was asking everybody. and I kept getting different answers. And that was the beautiful thing. You know how much music was out there? Man, I did hip hop, R&B and top 40 pop. So with that, I could do virtually any type of music. You can fit it in, yeah, yeah. It absolutely. So I worked with that company for a minute. They ended up dissolving, and uh, I ended up getting asked by the office lead at that building if I wanted to continue working there because he knew that I had other things going on mm, and I was mm, utilizing mm. it to, you know, meet with people. And I also developed a site called BayerRaps.com, which lists concerts and events. So I was always bringing in photographers that wanted to join that website so that way they wow. could cover concerts. Yeah. So through all that information, I was able to build up on PR, AR people that I could hit up and say, yo, can, uh, can we cover this concert? So when I would do that, I would get more photographers that wanted to join the team. So I would be like, okay, cool, slide through, we'll do a tryout. You come shoot my clients. My clients now have updated photos consistently. Headshot, yeah, yeah. So within about three to four years, I had 27 different photographers come in and join the team. And so with that, I've had multiple, uh, excuse me, a lot of marketing material and stuff like that for the artists I was working yeah. with and the different clients. So that was really dope. And uh, basically, so dude knew that I ne still needed a spot to do that. And it was a beautiful building. I mean, we were in the dog patch, had just very well constructed, beautiful stuff, well furnished. So I really wanted to stay. And so he was like, how much can you do it for? This is gonna sound crazy. I told him $50 a month. He gave it to me for $50 a month. Wow. So I was there in this. Really? I, uh, was, I was in a luxury apartment building that we were attached to. So upstairs on the roof, there was two gas grills, a view of the city, the bridge, the Oakland Brit. Wow. A jacuzzi. And I told that man I can afford $50 a month, and he said yes. He hooked it up. Wow. So then a year after that, that space ended up closing because the company that owned it wanted to just do their other things because they were, it, was, it wasn't their only sole mm. money for it. Yeah. This was something that they were doing because it's new, you know, at this time, workspace. Get it yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, they asked, they, they had a whole list of different, excuse me, different um, workspaces that I could go to in the city mm. that was willing to match the contract. 
So I decided to go to Rocket Space in the financial district because I love the financial district. Mind you, I was working as a security guard in the financial district. So I saw this one and it was literally right around the corner from <laughs> the place that I got fired. Mm, this is good, yeah. The same Walgreens, my same 7-Eleven, my same coffee shop. I'm just, I want to go there. Rocket Space worked with Uber, Nike. I mean, Damn. like, and so when dude interviewed me, he said, well, you can be in this area that's only open during business hours. And it was super lame, like wooden chairs, wooden stuff. I was like, nah, 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 nah. You guys said that you would match <laughs> my contract. I can only work on these days. And this is what the, my contract at Invention Hub said. So it was nighttime. It was, you know what I'm saying? Like weekends. Mm. That's when I wanted it. So they matched my contract. What? And they put me on a floor with a pool table and conference rooms for $50 a month. Oh, that's uh So from there, I was able to continue my counsel and web development because I always had a workspace to go to. I always had a space where I could meet other people, network with other people, move up. And plus, I loved being in an office. With that, they ended up closing like three months later. Mm. God damn. And said that they were only going to deal with corporate companies, meaning only the large companies, all the entrepreneurs we had to bounce. But because of that, I got a free month and a half. Because <laughs> so that was cool, but then I started going from Richmond, whatever. I'm still doing council, and I'm getting less and less and less and less in love <laughs> with music. Excuse me, not not certain people. It's not that I've been burnt necessarily. It's just that I started understanding the industry, and I started understanding business, and I started understanding that um, the only way that black individuals can really make it is to go into business for themselves and need to stop mm. looking at um, just only entertainment and stuff. So I started getting more conscious and I started saying like, you know what, um, what am I doing this for? I love this stuff, I'm passionate about it, I have great skills out of it, I got everything that I wanted. You know, the site has done so much for me indirectly, it's just am amazing with Bay Area Raps. But I needed more, I was like, you know, I wanna do more things and I don't wanna be pigeonholed. I don't want people to deny me only because they think I'm hip hop or only because yeah, I'm music. And they will. <laughs> they say, oh, rap music is everybody killing each other. I was like, it's gospel rap out of there and it don't make everybody love each other. And if I listen to country music, it don't make me a cowboy. So I don't know why this, this uh, music can make you into something that you're not. But, you know, you got to deal with the, 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 the stigma of it. But so do you still DJ? No, oh. I stopped DJing many moons ago. Oh, okay. Man, I got tired of those promoters. Man, we didn't do too well in front of the door. What does that mean, bro? Pay can me. I give me my money? Nah. Hey. It was it was so fun, but I didn't have a passion for it. It was just a way to make some money. It was opportunity. That was the thing. And I, 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 I always liked that business. And that's what I love, business. I wanted to tap into those other industries because of the stigma that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't deny it. I love music, and I think that more people need to respect it and understand that they have been inspired by it, regardless if they recognize it or not. They will. They exactly. Will. I, think it's, it's a, I think it's a shift coming. And it, the only reason I'm saying that is because uh, you can't. It's always like a bubblegum era in every music. Uh, what you call it? I think uh, hip hop is going through that bubblegum, but uh, it's about to be well. 
my album is dropping. Rave's album is dropping. Get it. Uh, Get it. So everybody That's in the dark neck work is going to drop something. And it might be gritty, but it ain't this. I don't even, even want to try to pretend I know what some of these dudes are talking about. Or women. Or anybody. It's just, but if it's your, if it's your muse, do it. And then I'm going I'm to applaud you just for the effort. But don't sit and tell me, oh, I recorded this whole album in, in 15 minutes. Like, man, I know. I can listen and hear that you you ain't perfecting your craft. You're just trying to throw something out with a beat behind it. But So, what business are we talking about? Are we talking about uh, coding? Uh, That's the thing. What's the one? I just love All business? business. Oh, okay. I love business. But that's what got me into counsel. So after all those things that I discussed, right, I, I decided, I dedicated myself. I said, look, I need money, but I'm not going to dedicate myself to any full-time job. Mm -hmm. So I was very fortunate. My grandfather actually bought a house in Parchester Village in the 50s, mm -hmm. and they paid it off in the 80s. And so because of that, I, I had a family home to go to when I was offered that internship, you know. So I was able to kind of go ahead and move and not worry about large rents mm -hmm. or anything like that. And um, I was able to come in and take care of our utilities, kind of structure it in a way like on our refrigerators, like you write your name, the date, the confirmation number, nobody fucks with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's and it's great, great too, yeah. to like, cause it, it shows accountability in the house and respect, like, you know, Nobody has to boost and boast and, you know, it's just, it makes it yeah. for a nice harmony. So with that, I was able to, you know, to uh, kind of chill out and I dedicated myself. I said, look, I'm not going to take any full-time jobs that will cause my career to like just disappear mm. and I just end up with a job. I just, I really had to like buckle down. So how did you decide that? Like <clears throat> it's, it's certain people that, you know, we get caught up in this People don't like when I call it slavery, but the the no the, call it that. Yeah, the slavery of an eight hour a day job. That's a lot of time out of your life. Right. So how did you? Like you said, you it was because of the the home, but you still made that decision before you knew about you know all of that other stuff. So how did you come to that? How did you get the bravery to not have to commit to it? I told that. I told him I can only pay fifty dollars a month, bro. <laughs> like yeah. I've been, That's I've been working way. on my bravery. Plus, yeah. you know what? I rock with the African spiritual systems. You know, I tap in, and so it's not all me. You know, I I really try to tap into myself, and that helps me to be brave and trust myself and trust others. I'm gonna say this because it was me, and it was Rave. So Rave told me he said to me one day, he's like, man, man. King, you gonna say ah, I don't like being called King. I just don't. I don't care for it. It 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 denotes something this and that. And then he said, "Well, you know, it is what it is." And then he put a post up that said, "Yeah, a crown is a custom size, and you gonna have to sit in it, so you know, you know, something, something along those lines." Okay. And I was like, "God damn it! I'm gonna have to just, you know." fulfill my destiny and and it just it hit me like that so mm. when you say tap in to your to your thing and trust this and trust yourself that's the hardest person that it was ever to trust was me wow to, and i know it sounds dumb but no no it doesn't it's it just doesn't. when you think you you 
when you told that a lot of stuff you do is wrong and you see that everything you think like it's, it's to the point where people will say oh he he just do rap music he just play basketball he's just he just selling drugs on the people will diminish what you are so you start second guessing yourself on almost everything when it ain't even nothing like i want cinnamon gum or do i want juicy fruit you're like cuz oh jesus i don't know like cuz bombo it's, it's so how that's that trust is crazy so how did you tapping in and you gotta have wins though wins wins help wins with that. definitely but all the photographers that i was working with mm. They all wanted to shoot the hottest shows out here. Mm. Now, like I was saying, like when I would see some of my favorite artists, I wouldn't even want to talk to them because I knew what could potentially happen. It's not mm. to write them off. I do talk to some artists and have some great relationships with artists, you know. But if it's somebody that I don't know and just because I see them one time doesn't mean I have to, you know. Jump out. Yeah, yeah. So and, and that's out of respect for them, too, in yeah, their space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So with that, it's um, I had these guys that were asking for shows that were just like, you know, YG is coming. I don't have a relationship with the promoter, but I got to, you know, make it happen. Mm. So what I started doing is, okay, if I don't have a relationship with the promoter, then it's your responsibility to find me the information for the person that's putting on the show. Now, you don't necessarily have to give me all that information you know what i'm saying like but i need to know specific things date of the show where is this happening the promoter mm. if you don't give me these three things i can't guarantee anything anything yeah and not only that i'm not going to go on a goose chase to get you free tickets to some guy i've never heard of i don't mm. care so with that i've had to put a lot of people that was um, under certain responsibilities, certain standards, certain things that I needed because I knew what I wanted to do, how I wanted to live my life, how I wanted to live my day, how I wanted to go throughout my day. So I wasn't going to interrupt myself for somebody else. Yeah. And even if it could benefit me or not, it doesn't matter. It's, this is earth. It's, yeah. it's a, we're in the matrix. Yeah, yeah. So Always. let me chill. Let me find my heaven. So with that, um, we would get the information and then I would have to hit up the individual. And a lot of times it would be for non-black artists with non-black representatives working with non-black coordinators mm. doing black music. And a lot of times I'm working with a non-black photographer. So me as a black person, had to go through a lot of different uncomfortable conversations with non-black individuals for black music. Yeah, They're acting as if I don't have the right to mm. cover it or to provide an opportunity. You're coming to my city that, you know, I used to intern for Thizzler. I used to put up posters, flyers, all types of stuff. I've been in, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel a part of the Bay Area when it comes to, you know, nightlife. I feel like I put in some work. Yeah. So I take offense when individuals come here and just, I don't know. I don't, but then that helped me to understand that nobody knows me, owes me anything. Yeah. And also, when I went through a situation where I asked a coordinator, could we get in? He never responded. 
I hit up the corporation. The corporation hit them up and said, basically, for him to hit me back. Mm. He was upset with that, and he told me that I only need to call or hit him up. If he would have hit me in the first place, I wouldn't have to go over that, but it doesn't matter. I had to recognize that, yo, this guy's an employee. He doesn't own this company. How did I learn that from Dave Dash? He really empowered me. So with that, I said what I said. He responded back that my Instagram just looked like a photo gallery. I don't care. These kids don't like flyers. They don't like, you know, I got to mix it up. Yeah. And I have photographers. Great. So that's your opinion. Mm. That's an employee's opinion about what I service. So I still had to go through that. And he denied my request for like, a year and a half, and I still kept sending them. I didn't care. Whatever. And finally, it was Snoop Dogg that accepted ours for the Oakland Arena. Mm. And then from there, I started getting more and more into the arenas. And then it was even Logic at the Chase Center. That was like one of the first performances. So it was just like, you know, I just stuck with it. It really toughened me up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had worked in construction. I've worked for UPS. I mean, a lot of stuff where it taught me a lot of great things, how to change. UPS taught me um, how to adjust to changing conditions, always keep a pin on you, you Mm. know? Construction always taught me to think innovatively. Don't wait for an instruction manual. To get it done, yeah. Don't do dumb shit, you know what I'm saying? Just don't don't be a jackass. Mm. That's definitely helped me on like just trimming myself coming up and as long with that spirituality systems you know tapping in everything is black you know the chakras all those are when you go to any type of uh grocery store in the latin area you're going to see a lot of seven day candles tap in that's part of the african spiritual systems it all came from one place it just went east and west whatever so i tap into all that and that really makes up who i am today women in business so what the one thing i do like about the co-biz when i see all y'all here is it's a lot of women Mm -hmm. really getting up and doing a lot and i think they always did i just never really seen it because when when it's any kind of business it was always like the icy lady or it was the corn lady, but it was a lady. It was always a lady doing stuff. So do you feel like the, 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 the is it a woman empowerment here or is it a, uh, is it just, is it a, a community? How do you feel? Because is it, I think it's more women than men here right now. Man, are you talking about staff? Yes. I'm talking about staff, uh, uh, actual people in the spaces mm. coming in and, and, and utilizing the spaces. I think that reflects the world. Unfortunately, there's a lot of black men that, I mean, we all know. That's that's the reality. Yeah. And I'm not going to take it up for like, oh, women are more and more driven or more and more. Mm, it's, mm. It, black men are dying out here. Black men are being haunted, hunted. And it's, it's it, that's what it is. That's that's pretty much what it is. Oh, okay. Do you find that the, the dudes that are here are from here or it is just Yes, definitely. Yeah, okay. I mean, but I guess what do you mean by from Richmond? Well, I mean from Richmond or part of the you know cuz the, the 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 thing of of the the entrepreneurial yeah. spirit is uh I know it's 
dudes doing it. And I know it's women doing it. I know it's black people. I know it's Mexican. I know everybody is, is, is taking right. part of it. But I just want, I really just want everybody to do it. And I don't know how. So what? everything that I'm saying is alluding to I how do we get more people in here uh, utilizing the space, That's men crazy. or women. We do have a lot of men that are here. Mr. Stan comes in here each week to meet with Wesley. He does the Brothers International for the um, for the food drives mm -hmm. that happen every first and fifth month of uh, the year. Excuse me, every first Wednesday and fifth Wednesday of the month. Mm -hmm. And Christina is our community manager. She handles that. And also with Wesley, he also really, really, really like is proactive with getting a lot of black men here. Okay. As well as um, we have Olary Christian that's going for a school board. I just saw um, his we have thing. alum that just, uh, I believe he just graduated. He's got his real estate, you know, Joaquin that just left. Yeah. We also have Caleb who works here on Sundays. He's about 17. Yeah, I see him. Yeah, we have quite a few black men that's here frequently. But like I said, it's not as much as women, and that's reflective of the world, not necessarily the space. So you until the world changes, you're not going to see a hyperactivity of black men in here. And not only that, but I think that there's a lot of successful black men that I know, but they're not in these environments. Yeah. You know, they're really much on the go. And we do have a lot of black men that have virtual male services here, but they're just so in and out. You they don't. See them. Yeah, yeah, you don't. Yeah. They don't need the office. They're they're in the field, you know. So I think that um, I wish that could change. But also, I think that there's a lot of black people in professions that have been still caught up into working for somebody else, yeah. receiving a paycheck. I think and, that's uh, what I was. Like, how do you? Yeah, how do you shake the 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 slavery syndrome and, right. and trust yourself? To, to, to be out in these space. I, just this last episode I had, I was just like, if your biscuits is delicious, cook them, sell them, right. do something, hook up with somebody else and and, and do stuff. But it, 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 you can't put it in somebody. That that no. that that spirit has to be. I, I think it can be cultivated, but it has to be a seed there. It starts with you. Yeah. That's what it is. I'm an example. I can't make anybody do anything. I'm not trying to save niggas. Excuse my language, but I'm really not. Yeah. And to be honest, I think that also just with anything, like not everything is for everybody. But the more that I put out, the more that I do, I know that I'm inspiring other people. Somebody. And I, I believe other that. People. I believe that. Sure. I believe that. I see you moving. We see you over there, Rue. We see you, you know, uh, with tomorrow, the, the multicultural and I keep saying children. It's not. It's multicultural. It just change. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. You say multicultural bookstore. And bookstore gifts. and gifts. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I see it. I see it. I mean, that's exactly. why you're here. Exactly. Yeah. COVID has allowed me to be able to conduct meetings, um, to be able to network and speak with different individuals that come into this space and do it independently. That's the best part. You know, I'm able to be a business owner here, not Man. an employee. I take great pride in that. I don't seek employment. I don't. Um, I, entrepreneurs are not supposed to work for money. You know, that doesn't mean that you don't come up with money, but you're supposed to seek assets and resources. That's resources. what provides the capital. To get you the leverage of what Ex yep, exactly. 
I like it. That's the talk. That's the talk I want. That's the. I think that's the talk that we really need to start rapping about. Is really just saying, make it normal. Absolutely. Make it normal. Um, yeah. I I shouldn't automatically know how many bullets go into a forty, but I should know. Maybe you should. Well, maybe I should, but it's, I. It's sh- a survival tactic. Somebody should have told me that uh, buying real estate at a young age is better than selling. A whole house full of coca. I wish somebody would have told me that. Right. That I, I could have inherited my ugh. man, don't don't knock any of that. I'm gonna tell you right now, um, I don't watch fiction until six. And because of that, I gotta watch a bunch of like random real time stuff. You mm. know what I'm saying? So part of that I like mob interviews. And I like mob interviews because they teach you how to be very discreet and how to carry yourself with respect and how to expect respect from other people. It's, it's more than just the shooting and the killing and all that other stuff. There's a, there's a way to carry yourself like a gentleman and like a lady and like a business person. Yeah. And to also not overreact and to not overly disrespect other people. Yeah, because there's no bouncing back from that. Exactly. So those guys actually built a lot of the businesses that we have today. Um, of course, you know, black people have participated in a lot of great things. And I think even when it comes to gang culture, that started with Europeans out here. You know, that violence yeah. and all that clicking up, sh- yep. you know. So in that way, you still have to have defense. And so, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's people out here, they're talking about civil wars and all types of stuff. And there's, I think there's too much softness when it comes to black people not paying attention to that so if you know how many bullets come into a 40 now's the time <laughs> to utilize that no yeah. i'm just saying to have that conversation yeah don't, oh yeah don't, don't feel shy about that because they are talking about that the opposition is looming off of that and they're playing our music in the background this is real. So, I mean, I ain't got to, we ain't got to get all into that. But oh, yeah, no. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of stuff that black people have done and, and thought of and all this good stuff. And, and I think that um, as long as you just care about yourself, care about others, this is not about hating anybody, but it's really about loving yourself and trusting yourself and protecting yourself Protect and protecting it. other people. Yep. And when you do that, you inspire other people. And, and if they don't get inspired, then you know what? That's that's on them. That's their responsibility. You did your part. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Live in sense. your innocence. I'm trying to live in my innocence right now. Like <laughs> for real. Oh man. And part of that is having really uncomfortable conversations with certain people about certain things. Because oh, like, do I want another ten years? You know? Yeah. Can we nip this in the bud? Can we nip this in the bud? But part of that, like I said, I love working at Cobiz. I love this environment. Um, just seeing from Invention Hub to Rocket Space and then going into Cobiz is because the day I quit UPS, I decided to go home, grab my camera, go to Berkeley. I walked past this building, and there's this girl named Jen from Mobile Lush Bar. She does a lot of cocktail drinks. Mm. She pulled me in next door where Rue is, and she said, come back. We're going to have a grand opening. So I was like, cool. I came back, 
and that's the day I met Wesley. Wow. I ended up flipping my uh, my 401k because I don't trust stocks, mm -hmm. and UPS was drowning. So I was like, let me get my money. I flipped that, got a membership next door, and through the membership next door, I was doing building websites. Rue asked me to build her site. So then once I built her site, I was telling Wesley, yo, you know, I do this, I do that. And so it ended up coming into the office lead position coming about. And so with that, I was able to, you know, be honest with him about where I wanted to take it. So that yeah. way I'm not disrespecting the space. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and, and I was very open and honest with him. He was very open and honest with me. And wow. let me tell you, I am still a security guard in the front. I'm a receptionist, <laughs> a web developer, and a counsel, and all that. And it's just a, I, I love it. I got the best seat in the house, and it's it's amazing. Wow. I love it. That actually sounds like a good place to end it. Man. Um, this has been How Do You View You with uh, the our special guest, the empowering Bree. Uh, we appreciate you coming. Do uh, you have any last thoughts or uh, last, just something you want to tell people just, just in general? Man, since we talked about trust, the ancient word for love is trust. So don't feel bad if you don't have to say, you know, I love you back or nothing like that. You can hold on to that love word and just be like, you know what? It, that word means trust. And I think more people will respect that if you let them know. Because then they'll think twice about sharing that love, you know, too. Damn. We out.